We got a whole lot of new money though. Hey! Raindrop, drop top, drop top, smoking no cooking the hot box. Fucking on your bitch, yeah, that, that, that. Cooking up dope in the crock pot, pot. We came from nothing to something, nigga. Hey. I don't try nobody, grit the trigger. Nobody call up the gang and they come and get janked. Cry me a river, give you a tissue. Bad and bullshit, bad. Cooking up dope with a oozy. My niggas are savage, ruthless. Savage. We got thudders and hundred rounds too. <laughs> My bitch is bad and bullshit, bad. Cooking up dope with a oozy. My niggas are savage, ruthless. Hey. We got thudders and hundred rounds too. <laughs> All set. Woo, 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 woo. Records on records, got backers on backers, I'm riding around in a cool, cool. I take your pick right from you, you. Bitch, I'm a dog, roof. Beat down her walls, loose. Hey, hop in the fall, woof. Hey guys, welcome to Two Bro for Therapy, a podcast where we are not therapists. And each week we gather to talk life, love, and everything in between and answer your guys' questions. You can always do so at twobrokefortherapy.com. Submit them there and we talk about them every week. But Hell yeah. this week we have a quick update, quick intro. <laughs> We just want to let everybody know that we are having a show December 3rd, this Saturday, as this podcast comes out, at Plug and Play, or Music City as it's called. Um, we're going to post some flyers on our social media, so just go to twobrokefortherapy.com or any of our Twitters, right. Stephen Baker 8 on Twitter, Young T-Pow, um, and check it out. You can find the flyer there with the address, the time, all the details, but... Come through. It's going to be a hangout. We Bay Area heads. I want to see you out there. Me and Steven are going to make our DJing debut. Me as DJ Ken Combo. Him as Jerry Weinfeld. Can't wait. Come through. Watch us learn how to DJ on the fly as we open up for an actual experienced motherfucker that knows how to do what you guys are coming through to see. And that's Xander Wave, uh, the classic man in the, in the middle, the, the mix master. You know him. You love him. You can see him live. You can see him live. You can come and hang out with us. Uh, it's in a basement, but it's super sick. Uh, it's going to be hot in there, but that's what we like. Yeah, we like exactly. It. No, uh, as a young punk rocker, uh, if a show is in a basement, that's how you know it's good. Yeah, it's kind of boiler room-esque. We got uh, a lot of kids going to be down there, so come through and party with us. It's going to be a blast. Um, watch us get intoxicated and act rowdy. That's pretty yeah. much what we do. Um, it's going to be basically from 7.30 to 11 o'clock. Uh, hit us up if you want any details. But It might be an after party oh. if you stick around. You never know. Um, but everyone will be able to make it to Bart, Bart and stuff, so please uh, do not hesitate to come out if you're in the Bay Area. And if you're not, fly in, Uber up here. I don't know. Uber up from LA. What is it? $5,000? Come through, guys. Uh, can't wait. And yeah, we'll see you this weekend. And this episode is just a hostful podcast between Trevor and I. All we're going to do is talk for a little bit and answer some of your guys' questions. And yeah, we'll get back to it next week with a dope guest. Uh, we're going to have Sweet Louis Armona on okay, the Okay, we promised this for two episodes in a row. No, no, baby. this is a fucking death we are going to record this podcast before we go out and party on Saturday night with okay. all of you. So come through. Sweet Lou will be in the building. A lot of old podcast heads that you guys love. A lot of people that we've had on the podcast before. Come out. Two Broke for Therapy House Party. Polk. Bush. 8 p.m. Saturday. Come out. Fight with us.
can always submit questions for us at twobrokefortherapy.com. Um, and you can always submit questions to us via Twitter or um, our personal Twitters. Yeah. Uh, the podcast Twitter is TBFT Podcast. Um, check us out on Twitter. We give you updates about like what we're doing, if there's some delay, or where the show is at every week. As well as we post Sometimes. links, yeah, and we post links uh, to Xander Waves mixes, which is the real, I think, tool that yeah. the TBFT Twitter uh, bestows upon you. Yeah, and um, also a lot of like cool stuff that our community's done, like people that we've actually had on the podcast. You can find links to their stuff via that Twitter as well. So show, show. Yeah, thank you guys so much for listening again. I know I say that too much, but I really uh, got... it means it means a lot. It's not uh, not earnest. It's not yeah. not earnest. You know what I'm saying? Like we really like do appreciate every single one of you and uh it no matter what like even somebody i know that like regularly listens they'll tell me they've been listening and then it'll, it'll like it's a beautiful little surprise it makes me feel super happy and it keeps me going for the rest of the day just because sure one or two of you could have checked out the first two episodes been like i get this and then stop but like people that keep going we got some real ones that keep going and that is uh very nice very yeah yeah man. supportive for me and the shitty uh mental state that i've been in baby yeah especially after last week uh during the intro obviously i gave you everybody kind of an update on where the show's been and where i'm at um in my love life i guess and I've got a lot of nice feedback. A lot of people reached out and said some nice things. Yeah, people I haven't talked to in a long time to, you know, people that are just, you know, in my life that were like, yo, that was, uh, you know, some heavy listening. But I thank everybody for getting through that first and foremost. Um, But I'm doing better this week. Had a little uh, bit of a hard time today. Um, Mm, But Didn't we all? Yeah, we'll dive into that. Um, (laughs) As Trevor applies more chili lime salt to to his beer. There's like... Maybe two more sips of beer <laughs> worth in here, but I'm committing, baby. We're at the sad point in our life where we have to start spicing up beer to make it more consumable. I'm putting <laughs> South African smoke seasoning blend from Trader Yo, Joe's. Big ups to Trader Joe's. Yeah, they've got all the spices. They've got the spices. Their sauces not really there. Mm. If you want the spice, if you want the spice, interesting take. It's not a hot take, if you will. No, 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 But yeah, you guys have been super awesome the past couple weeks, um, and I'm glad that everyone was really stoked on the return of the show. Uh, I saw a little bump in the RSS feed. Oh, beautiful. And uh, it was really cool to have Cliff on. Um, we're going to go home for the holidays in a couple of weeks. The both of us. The both of us. Uh, and we should try to get some clutch SoCal exclusive interviews done and, and I think then, like put are. them in the backlog because... I think I think we're gonna try to do a group episode, which we ha- actually haven't done since the first episode. episode. Yeah. yeah, so try to get a lot of people. I want Benesi on with you and I. That would be a big. That's... One. If you're listening, Ben, which I know you are. I'm coming to Santa Monica, baby. I want. Yeah, I want to come to Santa Monica. What the fuck, we'll Ben? Benesi, let me come through, baby. And everyone else, like you know, I want to have like a cool group discussion and just bring up topics, not even really questions. Maybe some questions. We could do like a urine review or something. End yeah. of 2016. Exactly. Boom. It's been a. It's been a year, dog. Yeah, can't wait for Rogue One, baby. Star Wars, give me my heroin. I need that sweet, yeah. sweet. So it's been a great couple of weeks, like I've said already. It's been great? <laughs> no, it's been terrible. Yeah. Guys, if I keep telling myself this, I'll believe it. Um, uh, I want to kill myself. Dude, there's been, there's, it's been a dark couple of, uh, yeah, I think I've never uh, kind of consumed as much alcohol and stuff as oh, I have in the past couple of weeks. A million percent. I have... I yeah. like on some real shit. Let's I dive straight into it, baby. I buy at least two tall cans a day, and yeah. I suck them down. And s- lately, two tall cans hasn't been enough. 
Wow. And um, that hasn't been enough. That's why you have to add so much salt. <laughs> no. One night, dude, very recently on a particularly sad evening for your boy DJ Ken combo, a.k.a. Little Trev, I uh, was not drunk enough off of my two Miller lights that I picked up at the local uh, Korean bodega across the street. They're the Miller heavies. No, you're not. You, uh, no, they're not. And you are right. So I uh, postmated a bottle of Shiraz just oh my straight to my house. It only cost like 15 bucks, and it was the $10 bottle of wine, so it was like not terrible. I drank it. I got more drunk. Um, kind of numbed the pain. Then I woke up and I had school the next day because this was a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, I think I've just been smoking a lot and drinking a lot. Uh, and the past couple days I've like pulled back. Um, I used to, you know, drink like maybe three or four times a week. Uh, if I was out and about or alone, like that was usually my average because mm-hmm. most of the time I'd just come home, eat and pass out and go to sleep. But yeah, it's been um, it's been brutal, but I've picked myself up the past couple of days. Um, only bought one six pack, which was <laughs> nice, and that was pff, man Sunday. Wow, yeah, and you still go damn. Yeah. I wouldn't a six pack would not last yeah, at yeah, Little yeah. Trev's fridge right well, now. Well, we did drink a chalada street side, right, right, but still, right. um, I've been. Uh, trying to pull back a little bit and try to get my mind straight uh, and it's been going well and also you know my whole outlook on being single as of right now is uh very optimistic let's say that can we say that we can well, say, well, we, say that you're allowed to say that I don't know if i'm allowed to say that i believe you're allowed to say that <laughs> if you're talking to me like that <laughs> sad but you got to go home though and like you're about to say and you know well what's your on some real shit We'll dive into it. I want to hear about your trip home. I want to, I want to be, like, okay. you know, as someone who has moved up here, only lived here for five months, as right. we established. So I just paid my fifth month. And yeah. you went home for the first time. That's where we're going. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> there we go. Uh, I went back home for, well, not the first time, but the first time in a long time because yeah. I came back home for, like, um, maybe a week in August. Um, before school. Before school started, but I had only lived here for a month ish not even a month maybe so now that it's been like four since then and then i come back it's like uh oh no it's put me in a weird mental state i had way too much fun because like uh we live in a region where i think more than some of our peers we have a lot of people that uh are still at home because why would you move out of southern california it's uh you know i'm saying that is a lot of people's ideal i'm not like trying to say this to shame any of you know my lovely you know the people that i hold the most dear to me still live there so you know what i'm saying but it's just uh it's nice because I go back there and they haven't seen me in four months and you're, you're like kind of like a celebrity. Yeah, like it, as shitty as it is to say, like uh, everybody is like really trying to like get an hour of your time at least, you know, you uh, – As someone who – as people who want to feel wanted, it's yeah, great to go exactly. home and especially people that you really miss. It's like they seem to miss you. It's like going home and, uh, you know, your dog's home alone all day. Sure. And it's then like, they're they like, just, yes, you're fucking Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's exactly like, like that, but which is with all my friends. And then, you know, I saw an ex-girlfriend or two, and Ooh, that was, you know... Two, no, what? No, just one. Okay. <laughs> just one. Shut up to Chelsea. Um, Ooh, listener, I think. <laughs> um, probably. Jugglette, I believe. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Um, <laughs> we'll see how this timeline goes down. I could definitely see a timeline where she does turn into a juggalette. Oh, wow. Yeah. Man, what would it be like to have dated someone? Well, I guess <laughs> I'm I, just kidding. No, I'm just, no, 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 no. I this had is, no idea. No, but like ironic, like, yeah. is there a sense mean, like, of like meme a, juggalette, not oh, like yeah, real that's juggalette. That's my favorite kind of juggalette. Oh, that's right, baby. You don't want one that's like really about that Wow, life. way to appropriate juggalo culture, T-Pal. 
Uh, Stephen, that joke isn't even funny because cultural appropriation is a real problem, and you're making light of it. I'm just clowning around. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was really good. Riff, Steve. Um, Quality. This is just some banter. <laughs> no, but the, the end of that is, uh, since I've got been back, uh, I've been super depressed and super homesick because I had literally, there was no moment of worry of stress or of sadness it was pure fun i didn't have work i didn't have school whatever now i'm back here and i have been in a fucking funk i have been severely depressed i am super homesick i am over school and it is cold as fuck in the bay area right now it's your first year you'll get used to it after a while but it is going to be a brutal winter i think it's the the feeling of like winter actually affecting. it could be all of that yeah i think there's a lot of factors at play but i think what you need to do is focus on your goal which is finish the semester which is you know three weeks away and then you get to go home for a decent amount of time yeah and then you get to experience all that beautiful bliss again so just chase that high and you'll know it will be there. Great, great suggestion. I should take up heroin. What you should do is not that, but you should also, like, you should want to leave and go home when you go back on another vacation this winter break on the best note that you can. You know what I mean? I always worked twice as hard, like, a week before a vacation just so I could go off feeling, like, yeah, yeah, ready yeah, to yeah, go, yeah, you yeah. know? I hate when that shit, like... I'm a failure and I'm flying. That just is not a good mixture for flying. No, it's not. <laughs> um, so uh, my own some real shit. Since you've been home, it's like I was depressed for a while, obviously, and I stayed home for Thanksgiving, which is unusual. I'm always home for Thanksgiving because I love Thanksgiving with my family, right? Who um, doesn't? And I didn't have that. I didn't know what I was going to do. So Sam texted me, and he was like, hey, Lonnie's having a Friendsgiving. Uh, shouts out to Dash, who cooked an amazing bird. Shouts um, out to Dash. Yeah, you know, Love that guy. Everyone hit the kitchen a little bit. Everyone, like, threw some stuff in. I brought a bottle of wine. You know, I was serving people oh. delicious delicacies from Northern California. And I was <laughs> having a great time. I'm from the region. <laughs> from the region. Um, and, yeah, basically we had a great, uh, like, small get-together, a nice roundtable discussion about the current... Um, position of our country and what like you know our whole it was a very like interesting a very thanksgiving discussion yes and also just like you know being around a table of friends and not family for once was actually like kind of refreshing because i thought i was going to be alone and the fact that you know the last second a couple of friends slapped together at thanksgiving and i got to be a part of it meant the world to me it was super helpful and um, i'm glad i wasn't alone on thanksgiving that's beautiful steven thank you so shout out to lane and dash first of all yeah this couple on planet earth whoa um, whoa sorry other than you and me that's uh, right baby <laughs> and uh yeah the next week you know i i went and uh, bought records on black friday by myself and then i met up with a uh, a certain somebody <laughs> all i want in life is you um, yeah 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 yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. Uh, Met up with my gays. I haven't hung out with Austin and Johnny, like, one-on-one in a while. We got some fucking margaritas, some micheladas from the fucking Alamo Draft House. You already know. If you're a real two-brokehead, you already fucking know about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the dim lighting, baby. And uh, it was cool because I haven't actually seen Johnny in forever. Uh, so it was super cool to, like, touch base with both those guys. <laughs> Hold on, guys. I just want to say this. All some real shit, Trevor is grossing me the fuck out. He just took it literally maybe, like, a, uh, uh, like, 50-cent piece like size amount of salt into the palm of his hand and just hadn't been looking at me in the eyes and just licking his hand clean and it's finally clean and oh man I don't like how he's looking at me now. It's good. It looks like he needs a drink of milk. I do, dude. Um, I need to drink of alcohol. I got another beer. Let me buy it off of you. Let me back I can, you. I can give you a beer. But let's go into that 
since we're talking about the end of the year anyway and the holidays coming up, uh, it's also going to be a new year. So instead of us doing type five and asking each other questions, let's just go over our top five albums of the year. Um, we can kind of yeah. move through this as the weeks go on and maybe give an update uh, in the intro of like what we're thinking. Uh, sure. But this is for right now. Might be too close to call. It is still November, is, but like also, it's uh, November thirtieth. Let's let's sure. <laughs> yeah, you're right. But also, in my opinion, it's been kind of a, a lackluster year for album based music. In yes. my opinion, in my opinion. So um, I'll go over my top five albums of the year, and then we'll go into yours. Um, mm-hmm. I'll just go from five to one. The that seems format. like. That's the format. The most logical way to do it, baby. So, for my fifth one, I actually don't have an album. This is the problematic one, right, that I brought up. I think for my number five, I'm just going to reference SoundCloud and just kind of give all the, like, SoundCloud rappers that I fuck with just kind of, like, you know, a shout-out because... A lot of those dudes don't have albums or mixtapes I care to listen to, but when I type in, you know, Little Yachty on SoundCloud, and then I get, like, access to all this other, like, yeah. dope internet, like, underground music. Shouts out to Ugly God, Ugly who had God. one of my favorite songs of the year. Yes, exactly. Even though that song came out, like, in 2000, like... Yeah, but I'm counting that as 2016. Yeah, yeah, it's, that's when it landed. Yeah. And, you know, just SoundCloud in general, such a good time, uh, and great memories over this past year, just kind of, like, typing in one song and then seeing where it takes me. Sure. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I can relate to that. So I fuck with that a lot, um, and I couldn't really think of a fifth album that really stood out to me. So, so that is that's what I put. Sure, that's like I'm saying, kind of for album-based music, not yeah. the best. Twenty sixteen kind of is a slumper. But let's get into it. Let's number four. I know this is going to seem kind of low to everybody that knows who I am, but uh, the Life of Pablo, great album in my opinion. We got to see Kanye live before he mentally shut pre, down. Yeah, pre meltdown, we got a full show. It was no great. rant. It no rant. Kevin Durant was there. Yeah, Kevin Durant was there. <laughs> fuck KD though. I'm uh, still on that. I don't uh, give a fuck if he's on the Warriors. It's fuck KD. Just wait till we go to a game, baby, and you feel that fucking energy. Nah, no. Um, Let's well, go to a game though. We, we will, we will. We, it's getting like later and later into the season, so it's no, going to be like harder and harder. It's only been on for like a month. I don't know, baby. Yeah. Um, I feel like nobody um, like like uh, my favorite song off of that was like one of the preview ones that what do you mean oh like, like one of the songs that you got to hear before the album came out and I feel like nobody talks about it is Real Friends Real I Friends? love yeah. that song so that much that song's on the album that's what I'm saying oh yeah yeah oh. It, but it was like it was it was like a black it was a good it was like a single song. before the album came out and then I feel like after the album came out everybody was more into like Father Stretch My Hands or whatever whereas I still feel like Real Friends is my that's definitely like my favorite song yeah. off that album might be just cause I fuck with Ty Dolla Sign I fuck with Ty Dolla Sign too shouts out to you Ty and uh, <laughs> close friend of the show <laughs> Mr. Dollar Sign as I like to be called favorite song off of Apollo my favorite song off of the life of Apollo probably is 30 Hours uh, with Andre 3000 because I just like oh, yeah, I just yeah, he yeah, just yeah, like yeah, goes good. for it it's, it's like a classic Kanye like it's kind of like a late or um, what do you call it oh fuck what's the last song on College Dropout Last Call Last Call Last Call and like late like that kind of just that like, is, I'm just gonna ride out that is the best Kanye West song of all time is Last, last call. call actually yeah, yeah. he's to the right and I have my eyes and they down me Number three album of the year is We Got It From Here Thank You For Your Service Tribe Called Quest uh, album came out Three weeks ago, um, I opened that day, so I it came out, I woke up, I played it all the way through, um, I cried twice. Wow. Um, and it was just like, you know, it's like no time had passed, um, and, you know, if you think of A Tribe Called Quest records, it's like Indiana Jones movies, um, the first three are really good, the fourth one is like, why does this exist, like, although there is a lot of, like, Dilla fire on that album, that's like, it just doesn't 
sound right because they were beefing at the time. And this is like stuff that they recorded over the past like couple of years. Um, they were gonna put it out, then Fife died, and then they had Kanye come in um, and work with Q-Tip, obviously who has the whole like Good Music Corporation under them to uh, rework the album, put it together. And I think it came out in like a perfect setting of time, especially with like what they preach in that album, which is like unity for the most part. To me. Oh, man, it's just so, like, nostalgic that mm-hmm. I can't believe it. In like, you know, yeah, I love it. I can't praise it enough. I It could have been number one if I had more time with it. But I Yeah, that's that understandable. It, it didn't just come out. Yeah, and uh, my number two album of the year, going to surprise nobody, Little Boat. No, that surprises me because I would definitely feel like that would be number one. It's kind of been overplayed, uh, and it also came out in, like, March, right? So no, I've like, had... Ch- literally January, I think. Yeah, so, like, I have had so much time with it that it's kind of, like, you know, burnt out. But I did just get it on vinyl. You know, only 2,000 of those things exist? No! I checked eBay, and they're, like, 90 bucks. What? Yeah, so um, definitely glad I got it at Record Store Day. Um, but just in general, like, I love that album from top to bottom. I listen to it. I don't skip songs. Like, it is a classic to me. So... I love that just that because it kind of, yeah, it, it, res, it like kind of summarize like when I listen to that, I think about my whole year of 2016. I, I, um, it's, spoiler alert, that's not on my list. Okay. But that is the, I guess, mixtape album, whatever, that I most uh, identify with in my, fr- uh, with my first month of moving to San Francisco. Yes. July 2016 was me moving to San Francisco and listening to so much fucking Lily Yachty. That was great. Yeah, that's. A lot of good, positive, sentimental attachment to that album. Very, uh... That's all, that's all I gotta say. Nothing, I, I you know. love it. I've, I probably saw him, like, five times live this year. Sure. Which is crazy. Um, and then my number one album of the year uh, is Birds in the Trap, Sing McKnight, Travis Scott. I know you're not the biggest Travis Scott guy, but I've listened to that album all the way through so many times, and I find myself listening to it every day, and it came out, like... Early September, but... Yeah, a couple months ago. Um, yeah, I'm definitely going to go see him live. I just think that, like, it's taken him a while for me to really get interested in Travis Scott. Rodeo was, like, a good intro for me because I like that he's, like, so weird and out there when it comes to what he tries to do. I don't think music. he's weird and out there at all. I think he's the most boring part of every song he's on, fam. Trevor, this is my number one album. I'm going <laughs> to talk, motherfucker. I know, and I'm clapping back because it's, like... What is he doing that's so out there? Uh, I just think that he has a, like... I think his ad-libs, I think how his vocal sound and how people come on to his tracks and, like, Yo, try to sound... Yo, that Nav song is foyer. Yeah. yeah, but, and he, like, people come on his tracks and try to sound like him, and I feel like Drake goes on tracks and tries to sound like the other people, if that makes any sense. Drake, Drake will definitely do that. Yeah, yeah. and, like... He'll Travis, definitely switch up his style if he's on a feature, and it's like, it's like, uh, whatever, blah, 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 but... But my favorite song on that record is First Take, and then it flows perfectly into Pick Up the Phone, which... Oh, Pick Up the Phone is it. A hot take from Thanksgiving, our mutual cohort, Tori, does not like Pick Up the Phone, and I said that... I think that is one of the worst takes you could ever have. Yo, but First Take... Yo, that's a great song. <laughs> um, but that's no, my five. Not as good as Pick Up the Phone, baby. Oh my god, you Pick Up the Phone to... has so many quotables. But honestly, Pick Up the Phone wouldn't be that dope of a song if it wasn't for Quavo's verse. Quavo's verse on Pick Up the Phone, Pick I think, phone. is Macaulay Culkin, maybe I'm home alone. Then is I don't want to fight. She's in love with the pipe, and then okay. I'm loving all races. Hell, no, no I don't discriminate. So those are my uh, favorite albums of the year. Um, sure. Trevor, let's get into yours right now. So, uh, number five, I'm going to come with a hot take, uh, because I just found out about this album maybe a month ago, um, and that is Slouch by Spirit Club. Waves. 
Yes, the man from Waves, who I usually never really fucked with before, uh, is a part of it. Um, but then again, I I did always uh, like him a lot more than any of his like uh, any of like that beach goth scene that I feel like owes pretty much everything that they are to Waves. It's kind of this. It's kind of a similar like beachy like uh, I want. I call it the the 2016 version of Pet Sounds. It's like a just a more poppy version of what he was doing before. It's less uh, lo-fi, less, less like punkish, less garagey. Yeah, it's uh, just a lot of beautiful vocal melodies, a lot of sad lyrics. Just uh, just right up my alley, generally. Um, but more like of the uh, surf rocky vibe that uh, I feel like someone would expect from me because I, I generally do talk a lot of shit about that scene, but it, it reminds me of the Beach Boys so much that I really uh, love it. I'm going to have to listen to it. Please do. Coming in hot at number four is um, the album Disclosure by Kasim Moss. Now, it sounds like you're hearing two different names of two very... Uh, different electronic music artists. But no, Casa Moss has an album called Disclosure. I don't know, dude. Came out in, like, September. Just, uh... No, it's less, like, tracky. It's, like, it is a house in techno. It's an electronic album, but it, it's an album as opposed to a bunch of singles, so they're, they're not, like, meant to be played out in the club so much. It's, like, yeah. it's like home listening dance music, and, um... Interesting. I don't know how to explain that more than that. Uh, just if anybody gives a fuck check it out that's all i can really say about it number three number three i'm definitely gonna go with views okay by drake um not, people might I'm be surprised kidding. to know that how low that is on my list but uh i just don't think it was his best then agreed it, right uh but one dance uh controller um these are eternal jams that uh will never die and that i will never not uh, play just, when i'm on one you know what i'm saying both of these songs are guaranteed to be played by me uh at the two broke therapy party oh, maybe just controller um yeah uh there's some other great tunes on there. There's some bad ones. So, whatever. It's not Take Care, so it's number three. Um, number two on my list is going to be Worry by Jeff Rosenstock. Um, What's that? So, Jeff Rosenstock was in Arrogant Sons of Bastards, okay. which turned into Bond the Music Industry, which is, turned into just him being solo. But uh, this guy's like a... Like a like a ska head, just very uh, bomb the music industry, which, which is the band he was in previously before he went solo, was sort of a solo project of his. Um, but he would have people come in and play like the other instruments and all that, and it was like a never changing collective. And I feel like more than any other band, they uh, really uh, just influenced my taste, my politics, my everything. They uh, meant so much to me in my late middle school, early high school days. Whatever. I don't, I'm don't. i not describing this that well. You guys want to hear my number one? I'll tell you. It is 21 Savage and Metro Boomin. Ooh. Savage mode. <sighs> that is a hot take. I know. No, I love it. There has been no other more than four track release this year that I have played more. Um, yeah. I no I love it X. from top to bottom. No heart X, Ocean Drive. These are, I think, they belong in the canon. Savage like Sav- yeah, exactly. Um, I love the way he raps. Uh, I think he's funny. I think he's funny. He's but funny, like, but he's hard. He's scary. He's got he's got like the self demeaning. Yeah, exactly. The production is on point. I just there's just there's just a way rappers have about like. 
It's there's it's literally flexing or like making something seem cool that like me personally I wouldn't like jump to that conclusion that this is a cool thing to brag about. But he does it. it, it, it does that make any no, sense? Totally like he'll brag about something. And I'll be like, oh, that's funny and like cool. You know, at the same time, like he just he has a lot of quotables. Yeah, quote. He's got a lot of quotables, and the production was fire. Uh, Metro Boomin. He wants some more. Um, Usually. So yeah, I uh, hope you guys enjoyed that. hope you guys got some uh, cool things to check out uh, from that little segment. And yeah, that's Trevor and I's top five albums of the year. And now let's get into a couple of listener questions really quick. Um, let's answer a listener question real quick. Uh, this is asked by Your Neighborhood Ham Sandwich. I've got a couple. Uh, yep, me too. And uh, the subject is the one that got away. Oh, heavy. Uh, you can already probably think about what this is going to say. Do either of you have someone who got away? The one that slipped through your hands? How did you deal? Did you ever tell them? Um, Do you want to go first, or can I? Because i got two, and I know exactly. Well, first off, let's just say everybody's got one of these, right? Right. I have two. I You've have exactly two? two. You have two? I think yeah. I've got two or two or three. Okay. I think um, one that I like and like, oh my gosh, that's everything, is one. But you have two. Could you, what did you, how did you deal with the situation? How did you realize it? Mm. How did I, what do you mean? So, like, um, how did you realize it? How did I realize it? I mean, I, I don't know how to answer that. As far as I know, we still follow each other on social media. She uh, has a boyfriend and a dog and is living a very happy oh, life. Man, and really? um, I hate the window into that. It's like, uh, man, like, I really feel like this, like, this and one other girl who I will go into afterwards are the only people I've ever thought, like, oh. I'm like I could I could build a life with this person. Yeah, that's how you. That when I ask like you know how do you know that that's the one that got away? That's, because I I could build a life with yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. That's the uh, that could set. be me with her with a dog. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. For sure. And we you know love it. whatever. I would love it. Number two. I don't think you're a listener. Shout out to you, Melanie. I'm sorry, girl. <laughs> uh, number one is a girl that uh, might listen to the show. We'll see. Maybe, maybe not this far into yeah, it. Yeah, maybe this. No, maybe not this far into it. Uh, she lives in Southern California. Um, I know who she is. You know who she is. Uh, I don't know how to get into it anymore. It's a girl that I uh, get along with very well, but uh, it's just never been in the cards. She is not one that looked for a relationship, and then I was moving, and uh, one day I believe. I don't know. It's just super complicated with her, and I'm still kind of figuring it out. We talk every day. I talk. You, I talk to her probably almost as much as I talk to you. Wow. And um, I don't know, man. It's fucked up because I get sad about her all the time. And it's just yeah. like I got to like keep it cool so we can maintain being friends because above everything else, we're like we're friends, yeah. you know. But it's like I have this I, – I, I, like I truly have deep, deep feelings for her that I don't know if they're reciprocated back. Maybe they are but just not as you know deep and it's just like – I don't know, man. I get fucked up about it all the time. I'm, I I got sad about it today. So yeah. well, I don't know. Girl that got away, probably because I I just don't see a timeline where we really like but at least come she's together still in, in your life in a way. Yeah, but I don't. I mean, obviously, I want her in my life, but sometimes I feel like that might be more torturous than her yeah, not being no, no, in my no, life. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm very similar to you, like um, a girl that is still kind of in my life. Definitely in my life again. Um, who, you know, I've definitely have talked about on this podcast, blah, blah, blah. Everyone knows this horse shit. But, um, yeah, she's definitely the one who, uh, I definitely feel that way of, like, I could definitely spend my whole life with this person. Um, and it's all, like, connection-based. I've never had a connection 
with anybody like we have with each other. Um, and it's, it's like it's like hard to quantify why you yeah, fuck with no. them so much. You just do. You it, know we what I'm just do, and it's like only when it's mutual is it like blissful. Yeah. And when I'm with her, it's never not mutual. It's like that is the person that I'm like blah over and was blah over for a while. Um, but I get to see that person. Uh, nowadays, and it's always kind of a take back, right? And you have to keep that balance of friendship because in the situation, uh, you know, yeah, anyway, uh, I have to be friends with her, and it's hard, but at the same time, for me, uh, I'd rather have her in my life than not have her in my life. You know what I mean? I do. And that's uh, the thing I have to get over the most is, you know, seeing her, respecting what's going on in her life, and uh, just being there for her, caring about her, and uh, trying to be her friend because that's what I would rather be than nothing at all and especially after the last year i have had like that's exactly ideal for me was the question how we dealt with it though because i don't have an answer for you baby i'm sad about both of these girls to this day yeah i stay sad that's how you do it is they're the ones that got away because you think about them all the time exactly Uh, there's ones that are no longer in your life but they're not the ones that got away because who cares yeah exactly the biggest thing is it's all about your outlook um, if they are indeed the one that got away, just hopefully try not to put it in the prism of, like, that's it, they got away. Like, this road of, of life is long and curvy, and sometimes you curve into somebody else again, and you have to stay optimistic. Um, I, for no, for no, I for sure gave up at a point in just being like, I'm never going to see this person again, like, and I don't know how to deal with it, and then I did. And when that happens, you got to kind of try to make the best out of that opportunity no matter what happens. Um, And that's my advice, at least. Sure do. Baby, baby, baby. Let's get into a question that... A little more lighthearted, hopefully. I don't know if this is lighthearted. Oh, bummer. But this is a a question that gave me an anxiety attack today because I, for some reason, thought it was from my ex-girlfriend, but it was not. Um, but let's see if Rough. you can figure out why. I was going to do this whole thing called Sherlock Steve, where we tried to, like, <laughs> sit down and figure out the mystery. I was going to no, like yarn and pictures and, like, link them all together. I'm just kidding. But, uh... You're good. No name. This was sent at 5.30 in the morning. So very weird to me. That's weird. Not just to you. That's just a weird time to send yeah. an email to Two Bro for Therapy. You know, we could have East Coasters. We could have Europeans. I don't know. To me, it just seems a little weird. Yeah. Um, but the subject is new guy. And let's see if any of you could figure out why. Sounds like a bummer. Yeah. Uh, Message. I recently broke up with my ex-boyfriend and started dating someone new. My ex and I live in the same city, and I'm worried that he isn't completely over me yet. True. Um, But may (laughs) see me out with my new guy. Uh, Should I continue to go out with him or wait until the wound is a little bit less fresh? I have my thoughts because this has been stirring in my head all morning. Um, I think if you... Started seeing somebody new, you need to evaluate where you were at in that previous relationship, you know? Um, I kind of put in the prism... Why do I keep saying prism? I feel like I'm talking like visuals. I have never never (laughs) noticed that you have been saying prism, but I will take your word for it that you have been. Um, But putting it in my current situation, like, you know, me and this girl loved each other, and if it has been two or three weeks and she's dating somebody else, that kind of makes me personally, as someone who was in love, like, reevaluate everything that person told me for a couple of months. Yeah. Like, can I trust you? Did I, should I have trusted you the last couple of months we were together? Like, you know, no, you don't just break up with somebody that you care for and then show up with another motherfucker three weeks later. Like, unless it's, like, you know, Shia LaBeouf. You gotta be another motherfucker, but you can't show up with another motherfucker. No, and that's it. It's, like, you know, everyone needs to heal, and people heal in different ways, but, like, 
if you live in the same city, to be honest, probably not going to bump into somebody. If you live in a city like San Francisco, you probably are going to bump into them. And you need to realize... Yo, it's been five months and I haven't bumped into my ex that lives up here. Damn. I bump into people all the time. I've, I, I'm honestly... Everybody told me I'll bump into her. I... I don't know, man. I don't know if we run into the same circles. I the really day don't after, know if I'll ever bump the day after I got broken up with, I literally walked down the hill to and, go, yeah, and, and I saw her. Saw her. Yeah. So, like, and uh, the day before I left to Barcelona, um, I saw my, uh, like, a very big ex of mine, like, the day before I flew out just on Muni. I was on yeah. the same train, and, like, it just fucking sucks. So, I would say, if you do see that other person, you have to realize you have to be the bigger person, and don't ignore that person, and don't run out of the room. They might... Uh, You're the one that's dating somebody else. And that's some scummy shit, especially if it's so early that you have to question it, you know? I got nothing to expand on other than what Steven has said. I feel like uh, if you... You are already dating somebody else, so the damage is done. And uh, if they're not over you, they know about it. You know what I'm saying? So, like... And if they don't know about it, then... You know, don't make it necessarily public. Don't like swag. No, 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 no. I'm I'm talking to this person on their side. I feel like just do you... You are probably breaking this guy's heart, but, like, you know, you've already made the decision. You are dating somebody else, and they they aren't, and they're not over you, and that's their fault. That's, uh... It's not their fault. It's... That's their problem. Problem. Like, me. Like, there's, you know, a girl that I'm still in love with back home, and then I find out she kisses another guy, and then I'm fucked up for a week, even though I've kissed, like, five other girls since then. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's... It's yeah. and and it, that's unreasonable on my end. And I think the person that asked this question is kind of like, kind of asking for permission to move on with their own life, and th- that should never be a, a question. You should be allowed to do that, and I don't think you should ever have to hide it. But at the same time, like, yeah, it's going to be shitty for the other person. But, but that's oh, just that's yeah. just how the cookie crumbles, baby. Yeah, I mean. I see your point. I don't like that point. I don't know. I'm a sulky motherfucker. I'm a, no, I'm nothing but the most sulky motherfucker. Mm. I'm just saying. I'm a little bit more... I do turn that shit around quick, though. Yeah. You do. Well, I'm sorry. I, how can I not in my situation? Um, but I love that question. Uh, not really, because it literally made me freak the fuck out this morning and uh, do some dumb stuff. Um... But I hope that helps you. That was probably, you know, without going too deep into our own lives, the best advice we can give. Um, sure. I went very deep into my own life. It's, it's up, up to you. you if you want to go out with that person, but just know that if an interaction happens, I think that, like, you know. Yeah, how small is the city that you guys are in, too? That's, like, a pretty big factor. Yeah. If you, like, even ask this question, like, you know. Yeah. Like, then, then it's, like, so it's, likely it's to que- happen yeah. that it kind of sucks. Yeah. That and also, like, you know, it's just questionable in general. I think it's questionable. It's like, I get it, you're dating somebody else, it's like, that's fine, but... We need more details. I need more How details. How long have they been broken up for, blah, 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 whatever. That. But for what you've given us, that's our advice, baby. And this has been Too Broke for Therapy, a podcast where... We are not therapists, and but we... And one of us is addicted to salt. Yeah, that's about to say, <laughs> I was literally was about to say, but one of us is sucking on that... Chili lime salt from... Trader Joe's chili lime salt. This has all been, this has been the, uh, the sauce and salt episode, um, no, but thank you guys so much for listening, it's been great, continue to submit questions at twobrokefortherapy.com, uh, I hope that you guys, um, still fuck with us, we fuck with you, we want to still put out content, we hope to see you this weekend, um, it's been... I'm still going through a lot of stuff, so I'm sorry if the output is a little skewed, but that's the truth. I am not necessarily the most happy person, um, and neither is Trevor. 
and that's why we get along. I want to jump off a fucking bridge. See, we were told to do that, and I don't want to give the people that send us mean questions. Oh, you're right. I'll, if I kill myself, it'll be in a different way, because they definitely did tell us to jump off a bridge. Exactly. I'll, uh, I don't know, I'll take a bunch of pills or something. Yeah. They did say record it while we were jumping off the bridge, I think. I, that would be yeah, great. that'd be actually pretty, yeah, yeah. pretty next level. Have an otter fucking with a USB stick up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go back <laughs> <to the laughs> Laptop on his chest and shit. <laughs> they do some on their back, yeah. Um, do, do we have otters in the San Francisco Bay? I yeah, got doubt it. We gotta swim in water, right? Okay, anyway, that's fine. We'll Let's talk about uh, otter locales later. <laughs> Geography. Uh, <laughs> Geography. Anyway, <laughs> no, that was a Let's end it. Let's get the fuck out of here. Um, as always, this is Stephen Baker. A.K.A. Jerry Weinfeld, A.K.A. your mom's favorite son, <laughs> number two dad, A.K.A. fuck you if you don't like my nicknames, motherfucker. You can follow me on social media at Stephen Baker Eight on Twitter. Stephen with a PH Baker is in the profession, baby, and eight is in the number. And you can always follow the podcast at TBFT Podcast on Twitter, and always submit questions at twobrokefortherapy.com backslash submit. We appreciate the love. Um, it helps us and fuels us. And leave us a review, fucking. Give us two. Star we, we have two reviews now. Hey, we're getting up there. That's one two from more my than we close. Home. Yeah, exactly. One from my close homie Nick Siano. I know you're a listener, baby. So thank you for that. And once again, it's your boy uh, Trevor, aka Lil Trev, aka DJ Ken Combo. You can follow me on Twitter at Young T Pal Y U N G T P O W. My Instagram, Alf Pogs. Six Simpsons reference, bro. At ALF POGS. If you are a dummy and you don't know what Alf is and you don't know what Pogs are. And thanks, Andrew Wave. Uh, this is actually a section from his new uh, long mix, which you can find on SoundCloud. Uh, just type in SoundCloud and Sander Wave. Dystopia! X A N D E R dot W A V. SoundCloud, it will pop up. We have a link to it uh, on the website as well, too, Broke for Therapy, in the description. So. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this hostful uh, Xanderwave next. Uh, Xanderwave, take us there, please. I just want to be taken. Yeah, Xanderwave, I got, I can't, I don't have the energy to hype you up. He's been eating like salt. we have. Sam, we need to sit Trevor down. He has been, <laughs> literally has eaten so much salt. I wish this salt was Molly, baby, because then I would actually feel joy for once in my fucking life. You um, know what makes me feel joy? Sweet Xanderwave VPN. Yeah, I guess you're right. I don't know. Uh, I got no heart in this. I'm too sad. Uh, Xanderwave, just take me away. Just make me feel better. Yeah, I'm a sad, sad little boy. Just make me not feel how I feel. <laughs> Thank you. I believe you can do that. I hope so, too. Hey, if uh, the next person that's on the show, please be right. Yeah, get, get, get us out of this. That's <laughs> us.
I'm dying. Give me that salt, boy. You're gonna kill yourself. Give me... No, what the fuck? They're taking away from me. They're taking away from you. <laughs> this guy's salivating like crazy. Um, oh, jeez. What the fuck? Yo, let me let me palm that because you take just shots of Tabasco. <laughs> so you're just as dirty. No, okay. 